0: Good morning, Glory, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to Wednesday, welcome to Soho Radio, and welcome to Morning Glory. Um, my guest today, because I do have a guest today, no mix today, just a guest, a guest called Tom. He plays in a band called Fontaine's DC, and um, he's a, he started a record label. In these times of pandemic, when people are going crazy, the guys started a record label doing... Irish folk music. So he'll be in here in about, ooh, 90 minutes or so, an hour and a half, should we call it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to speaking to Tom. We've got some, some tracks to play for the record and also he'll be telling us why he's decided to start a label and what's it like being in Fontaine's DC and what was it really like backstage at the Brits. Quite simply, one of the best bands in the country, aren't they, It's beautiful, Tom? isn't it? I, you know what, I... I, eff- I love that band <laughs>
1: yeah
0: they're so good they're so good the, uh, let's do that was Lancome by the way actually it was they when they recorded that they were called lynched yeah weren't they yeah uh, but they had to change their name because they won't uh, get many gigs in America in yeah, South America fair, fair enough <laughs> yeah, uh, So yeah. you better change your name from lynching yeah um, but yeah, Lank, We're just talking. Anyway, I just want to introduce uh, Tom, my guest. How are you, Tom? I'm good, James. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely, mate. It's good. Uh, thank you for finding us in the, <laughs> in the in the Warren that is Soho. So you've uh, just moved down to London, don't you? Yeah, you just, just moved to London. Yeah, just got here in the middle of January now. So oh, okay. still,
1: still a so new Irish new. man in yeah. London now. So <laughs> wide-eyed. Yeah, exactly. Look at all the
0: shops. Yeah, look at all the streets. Oh, it's all the great. Streets. It's amazing. All these cars <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, it's what, good. I'm enjoying it. What, what What was the reason for coming over? Over. I mean because I know it's a it's a well travelled path you know yeah definitely from Ireland to L- London I don't know I think I think
1: I just um I was in I was in Dublin for a good 7 years then so it was yeah. kind of like okay um yeah absolutely loved the city but I feel like I kind of needed a bit of a change to be honest so
0: I love Dublin but it's it's flipping expensive in Dublin isn't it really expensive Mind you, yeah I say that it's expensive in London but yeah. I don't think London's any more expensive than Dublin I mean it's so and also the other thing about Dublin Tom, do you get annoyed with all the tourists in Dublin? Because it's just like, it's become a bit of a theme park, yeah, it's, it's, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, it's a bit touristy, definitely. You, you, you kind of just stay away from right, Temple yeah, Bar area yeah, course, and it's kind yeah. of grand, like, you know, yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. So what, um,
0: what part of Ireland were you born?
1: Uh, Mayo. So it's Mayo? Kind of the, yeah, it's kind County of the Mayo. west coast of Ireland now, so...
0: Well, wow, so what's it like out in County Mayo?
1: Mayo is lovely. It's yeah. a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm from a town called Castlebar. Um okay. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place, but you know when you spend your first eighteen years there, you kind of have done everything that that you can do <laughs> <Absolutely>. there. So <laughs> just
0: busting to get out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I
0: I guess the band is what got you out of. Did did the band get you out of County Mayo? No. So, um, so what, what what happened to that? Um, I went to college,
1: yeah. uh, studied music in college, kind of met the lads there, and the band kind of started in Dublin. Really. Right, okay. So.
0: Well, yeah. we don't we don't want to talk too much about Fontes DC, but because we're here to talk about other things, but I do want to ask you about the Brits. I've the got Brits. to ask you about the Brits. I yeah. saw, funny enough, something came up on my on some YouTube channel I was watching yesterday. Probably rate my takeaway, which I'm quite obsessed with right now. <laughs> you, honestly, man, there's this guy on YouTube, and he does this thing called rate rate your take or rate my takeaway. And he's based in Leeds or somewhere. He's a proper Northern lad, right? And he's like the size is like the size of a shed, and he, he just <laughs> has chips and burgers every day, and he just rates them. He's, he's amazing, living anyway, the dream. Anyway, I saw this little <laughs> interview. I think he might have been. I think he might have been an Irish journalist. Was interviewing you lot, and you're all looking very sharp and mm. and kind of like fish out of water. Um, yeah. What was the Brits like for you? <laughs>
1: it was weird. It was a weird experience. James.
0: <laughs> of course, it was. I feel like that. You know, it's definitely
1: not our world at all. No, no, no. You know. Um, yeah, it was, it, it was cool to be there, but it was just, yeah. it was so odd. We were just there kind of drinking Guinness and getting, you know, yeah. getting pissed like so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just weird being around all these like massive pop stars and stuff, but, you know, mm. like Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa and all these here, but weird. it was, uh, yeah, it was an odd experience. It's, it was so uh, long as well. It was oh. ridiculous. Like,
0: I, I was telling you before we, uh, before you, um, before we, we came on air that, um, I went years ago, mm. uh, back in the early noughties with a band I was working with, and it was, uh, again, that band felt a little bit that like they shouldn't have been there. But it was kind of weird, but really weird. But I'm glad I went through the experience just yeah. to see what it's like.
1: Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, the it Brits was good were. to It was good to do it once, but, yeah,
0: I, I wouldn't be rushing back to to be honest. No, 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 <laughs> at all. i tell you, there was, there was one thing that really got me about that whole Brits thing, because I, I, I wasn't watching it on TV, because I knew mm. I'd kind of... I knew. I just knew it's. No, I know it's not my world. I don't really care who wins all the Brits, but you know, whatever. And I'm glad loads of women won. And I'm really glad that the, so and so, so. Anyway, but I just. I didn't really want to sit in front of it for like four or five hours because I just get annoyed. Mm. And so, uh, but I was. I was watching something else. I was listening to. I was listening to an album. And I was just like flicking through Twitter as you do, as I do. Yeah. Flicking through Twitter, and the amount of people moaning about the Brits, like moaning about. I can't believe this person's on TV. And I just. I just. Why you just turn it off then? Yeah. I just mean, turn it off. What's your what's your problem?
1: <laughs> it is it is like a mainstream pop awards ceremony. It is. So what don't, do you expect? You know. Not that's kind about of like, it.
0: That's it, like I can't be. I can't believe Black Midi aren't there. Or <laughs> What's happened to Squid? Yeah, it's just like well, you know, this kind of not their world, mate. i like, yeah. I tell you, it's well. It's not it's our world
1: either, though, James. Well, it's strange, well, like it's
0: it's not you not your know, world. it's not your world. <laughs> anyway. But your but your world is not only the band, which is your world. It's also your your love of Irish music. Mm. Your look your love of traditional Irish music. Yeah. So where does that stem from?
1: Uh, I suppose I kind of grew up in a in a household that had a lot of trad music in it James. My my dad played um played um bagpipes. Oh did he? For years. Yeah. So I spent every Shut kinda... up dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it was I'm trying to do my homework. <laughs> it was loud. <laughs> um but yeah, so I, I kind of was like surrounded by trad music from from a really early age like yeah. so I, I yeah, would have spent like most weekends at like bagpiping competitions and stuff like this. Wow. And it was it was mental. Wow. Um but yeah, kind of yeah, like my my first instrument was the fiddle, right. which I, I played for a few years and I was absolutely
0: terrible. I just, really? I was so bad. but oh. I still well, had a love for it, you know? Of course, yeah. Yeah. I mean, were there, were there any particular artists that you like, Or was it... I mean, of course, being English and not being Irish, we have this wonderful uh, image of... Um, walking to a pub and it been full of the greatest musicians you've never seen or heard mm. before and they're all sat there playing these jigs and these waltzes or whatever and it's just going crazy Yeah, and that's, that's the music it's not, don't necessarily see it's people going out to buy records and yeah. listen to certain artists even though there are big artists there, so was it actually being in that sort of pub environment from a young age and seeing that or just round at your house and people coming in it was kind of both, James. To be honest, I
1: feel like the I feel like the West of Ireland has a big um, a big session culture of like sitting in a pub yeah, yeah, playing tunes yeah. and like that's it's, it's the best. It's magical, do you know. Like it really is. It but, is. Yeah, yeah, I feel like um, yeah, I feel like I got into like buying trad CDs when I was quite young as well, right, and, okay. and there was loads in the house as well. So I got.
0: I got a kind of a nice broad mix of it, you know. So were you listening to sort of rock music at the same time, like yeah. indie rock music, mm. and this as well? So did you keep one quiet from the other, or did they, or did those worlds ever meet? Do you know what I mean? They kind of did, I suppose, yeah.
1: I mean, like, I was listening to a lot of trad and a lot of, like, teenage rock music at yeah. the same time. But, but, like, the only intersection was, like, Dropkick Murphys for, like, a oh. month, which was absolutely shameful no, stuff. No, I mean, I'm, uh, no, but, yeah. no, I'm not having that. I'm,
0: I'm not having the Dropkick Murphys. Shocking. I'm Shocking. I'm sorry. I mean, because, n- n- number one, you're calling yourself after... Murphys, which is like a Guinness substitute. So you, I mean, you, you, you're already on a hiding to nothing, are I know, you? I know. Anyway, I don't, I'm, I'm not here to slag bands hands off. So you've brought loads of records in. We, just to let the listener know, we're going to be talking about your new, uh, your new record label which you set up mm-hmm. in these times of uh, madness, Yeah, a weird thing, and this album you're bringing out of a, a collection of uh, traditional Irish, well, not traditional Irish, music, just Irish music, full mm. stop. Uh, but you've also brought on a load of records, the first one being the, the Bothy Band, that's yeah. it, yeah. So tell us about this track. Uh, this is a track called Julia
1: Delaney. Um, the, the Barley Band are, are a really special, um, a really special band to me, to be honest. That like this record is, is called uh 1975, and that that kind of kicked off this whole um idea of putting out uh trad music, really, to ah, be honest. Okay, all so, oh, right. So, did, yeah, this I, is
0: the album that did, made you think about it,
1: yeah, definitely. I got, I like. That was my uh, my uh, dad's record, and I, I was kind of like flicking through his his um, record collection, maybe like two years ago, and I came across this, and I listened to it in full, and I was just blown away by it. The, yeah. like the the arrangement and the instrumentation and what, and what they were doing at the time with trad music was yeah. absolutely insane. Right, so, okay, brilliant. Yeah. so listen. And then she left him.
0: Listen to Morning Glory here on Soho Radio, and that was Lisa O'Neill, a track as chosen by uh, my my guest today, Tom. Tom, Lisa O'Neill. I mean, what an amazing voice she's got! Absolutely amazing, isn't it? Really, like I was just saying, it's like it's
1: amazing to hold uh, hold somebody's attention for so long with just just like just the, the sound of the the voice. Like it's yeah. amazing. It's such a nice.
0: Um, yeah, and the thing reading. is, the thing is, we we just played the Bothy Band, which was from the nineteen seventies, and that's that's from an album that came out on the River Lee label, which is mm. part of R- Rough Trade, actually. Yeah, uh, which came out under that twenty nineteen, or... only like two years ago. Mm. So we've gone, you know, I mean, I know we're only talking about 40, 40 odd years there, maybe fifty years, but there's there's something so timeless about great irish music isn't there Mm. i mean i mean that we're just saying about that that could have been well no actually we're talking about the bothy band and that as well they both could have been recorded yesterday or like 200 years ago yeah i think i think that's what's
1: nice about um about like traditional music that it 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 has that sense of
0: timelessness you know it's um
1: yeah it's it's really nice i I mean
0: with with the traditional irish stuff do you feel very patriotic about your irishness Do do you feel as though you want to get this music out to the world
1: yeah, I mean it's funny. It's it's. Um, I think it happens to an awful lot of Irish people when they um, come over here. I feel like living in London and being Irish. Um, you do kind of wear it on your sleeve more than you would back home in a way. Sure. Like,
0: um, but, but, yeah. but also, I was thinking of the other fact is that you're in a band. You're an Irish band, and you've been travelling around the world. Yeah. You know, you've seen the world, and is it is it that sense of seeing different parts of the world, realizing that. A lot of these people don't know about my culture about where I'm from. You're there being a rock band, being a very good rock band and doing rock things, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, you know you could be from anywhere, really yeah you know I mean obviously there's Irishness in you, but is it the fact that you you see all these places and think, you know i actually you're now in a great position to let people know about this music because a lot of people will be turned on to her. Yeah. Lisa O'Neill the Bothy both who feature on your album hopefully will get turned on to it. people might never have listened to mm. traditional Irish music do you think Yeah I mean that's that's the kind of
1: the the, the uh the idea the idea of this yeah I kind yeah. of really wanted to maybe um introduce people to Irish music that mightn't have been exposed to it, you know I was I was kind of lucky enough to be yeah. exposed to it from a young age and it's something that I'm really really passionate about so so if how, I can, it'd be amazing.
0: How long ago was it when you decided that you wanted to put out... Just to let the listener know, what Tom's done, he's got his own record label, he's putting out a compilation album in August of traditional Irish music featuring both Lisa O'Neill and the Bothy band. And when was it that... the When did the moment come to you think, you know, I can do this, I'm actually going to set up... I'm going I'm to get together some of my favourite tunes and put it out there. It, it kind of came around
1: um, during the first lockdown, James. I was, right, was kind of okay. like, I ended up... So we were we were kind of touring for a good eighteen months, and yeah. then everything hit, and there was no gigs. So I ended up moving home with my man, okay. and, uh, back to Mayo for three or four months, which oh, that, that that must be quite weird. It was it was a bit of a culture shock, I'm to be honest. It yeah,
0: it was definitely from from touring around all over the place uh, yeah. to being, being back in my home house, being totally looked after by a tour manager and record labels, and all of a sudden your mum's going, "Get up,
1: yeah, get it was, up!" It son. was great. It was great. I loved
0: it. But, um, but yeah, I
1: think I think I st- I started listening to a lot of trad music um, during that period, because hmm. I was like home in Mayo, I was in my home house, there was loads of trad around, yeah. and there was something about being, I don't know, being being in the west of Ireland, surrounded by all these mountains, and just kind yeah. of seeing the landscape, and then hearing the landscape and the music, I think that was, right. gr- a, it, it made me really passionate about it again. Um, so yeah, that kind of got me thinking, and yeah. then... Yeah, I moved back up to Dublin then after a few months and I really wanted to put on a a trad uh, record and I was kind of flicking through and I didn't have that many trad records and I was kind of trying to... Trying to um, buy some online, it's really mm-hmm. hard to find like old trad right, okay. uh, vinyls. Right. So that was the kind of idea that I,
0: right. you know, I'm, I I love uh, I love records. So yeah. I really wanted to. So pull you, out So some... you basically wanted to put out a record that you would that you would buy yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So this is um, now. Excuse my ignorance. I cannot pronounce the title at all. It's called uh, It's called Gocha Ahashki. Gocha Ahashki. Gocha Ahashki. Does that mean? Come over here, darling, or something like that. I yeah, read
1: it's a it's a phrase that my um, my granddad used to use. It right, kind of okay. means um, come here, loving or something of that uh, right. of that ilk. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a really nice phrase. It always no, kind of stuck with me.
0: Yeah. Um, so and it's it's also entitled in, uh, in Volume One, which uh, one one presumes there will be a Volume Two. Yeah, I like to like to keep it open, James. Do you know? Yeah, <laughs> you certainly have kept it open. So the album starts off with the Bothy Band, actually, doesn't it? It does indeed. Uh, yeah. Not to that actual track we played, but um, another track. And obviously, with your your love of that, you were t- talking about it earlier on. And and then there's a mixture of old stuff and n- new stuff as well, isn't there in there?
1: Mm, in the there is. Yeah, I think I thought it was kind of important to um, to kind of keep it old and new. You know, I feel like having that um, through line. Um, of, yeah, having that through a lot of music, going from, like, Joe Heaney, who's, like, a really old Shano singer, mm-hmm. to uh, Lisa, yeah, you know, who who's, like, heard, yeah. you know, there's, there's so many similarities in the in the music, I suppose, that I
0: thought, thought it was nice to kind of have a broad
1: time yeah. frame on it, you
0: know? Well, there are quite a few uh, big Irish artists that have uh, dabbled in the old... Uh, traditional music that are not on the album one of them is clannad who are not on the <clears> album are they but you brought along one of their albums which album is this uh this is clannad's first record clannad, okay. clannad. um yeah it's really
1: it's it's cool it's it, they're from the same town as my as my dad um so yeah they're they were this kind of uh, funnily enough they're a family band right, right. The, uh, the brennans and enya is their sister
0: Mad That's, isn't it? Well, no, went and off. I think as, I think as, she was as, in the band. Oh, so, she was in them. At some at some stage right, and okay. then she went off and, and then did she the went off thing. and uh, went all ethereal. Yeah. And but, literally, uh, but yes, I mean Clannad is one of those names that has always been around as, as long as I can remember, you know, but it's one of those things that you just wouldn't I would never go near yeah. for some reason, you know. So I'm really glad you brought something along. So there's a track uh, so what what's this track called? This is called Shoe and Nigiver. Okay, let's listen to this one.
1: I am Marco what follow Tight
0: for it being on Christmas morning. You're listen Ooh. oh my god. Oh. that's why he see I forgot to press the button. Too excited, Tom, too excited with all <laughs> this brilliant music. Oh uh, we just uh, I was just I was gonna say you're listening to Morning Glory on Soul Radio, but Uh, everybody's probably turned off by now. (laughs) This this guy is an absolute amateur. I'm not getting this music. The guy's with him. He's all right. But anyway, Tom, um, you're here to talk about your new label and this record coming out. And we've just heard a couple of tracks off the album. Uh, We heard Dervish and that was um, Andy Irvin and Paul Brady. Mm. So um, can you just tell me a little bit about why those two made the cut for the album?
1: I suppose they just, yeah. Both those tracks and both those artists are... I've been absolutely obsessed with them for ages. Right. Um, Dervish, Dervish I, I got into when I was really young and I was just like, like maybe like 14, 15, and I got this record. My, my, my mate like burnt me a CD of a, of a Dervish record, which yeah. is... That's gas to even think about now. <laughs> but um, yeah, Apples in the Winter was the first track in it, and it's just... I feel like it has so much energy to it. Like right. It's just like... I feel like I get the same feeling off that that I do listening to, like, punk music. It has right, that real, okay. like, yeah, yeah. bodily Absol- push absolutely. to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I really really love that track. Um, and the Andy Irvin and Paul Brady record. It's You're obsessed, like, aren't you? It's been, like, I, I just haven't stopped listening to it, probably for about five months now, really? every day. Every day. <laughs> okay. Every well, day. It's well, insane. Man, I love it.
0: I, I, I do get the impression that we're quite similar in the fact that I, I get obsessed by it songs a certain yeah. song and i just have to hear it like two or three times a day and mm. just have to otherwise it, my life's not complete i know Or oh, you know certain things i have to do so it, it must must fill you with real pride the fact that you're you're putting out this album of a compilation of great irish music that you love the the country you're from and going to hopefully spread it around the world and mm. that to actually get an artist on of, of somebody who you're obsessed by that must be amazing
1: yeah, it's quite a. Uh, it's quite surreal, actually. Yeah, I, yeah it's kind of. It's it's only hit me in the last like maybe two weeks that I was like, God, I have like a Paul Brady, Andy Irvine track and this record on yeah, a Clannad track. And
0: I know it's yeah, it's, it's, it's like, incredible. It's, it's really nice. So it's I really mean, nice. is it? I mean. What's it like running a record label? I mean, I know you've only just started, but it's a, it's a lot different to being in a band, isn't it? Massively, yeah, <laughs> massively. I've,
1: um, yeah, it's been, it's been a real eye-opener, in fairness, yeah. James. It's kind of like sitting down and doing emails all day and, oh. like, chatting to other labels and sorting out, like, distribution and stuff. It's been,
0: yeah, it's, it's actually been really good. Cool. I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's, and it's given me something to do as well. Absolutely. So I guess... The question is, once you once uh, the band get back together, once you're allowed to go on tour, you're gonna have to kind of be doing all this remotely, aren't you? Mm. Or maybe you get somebody to help you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I suppose. The- I'm kind of viewing it as like it's so, it it'll be my job when I'm not touring, you know. Right. Okay. You know, fair like, So, yeah, yeah. say if I, say if we have a few months off tour, I'll put out a little a little short run of a record or something yeah. like that. So.
0: So have you got, have you got plans for other releases? I mean, I know the first one's not, not even out. <laughs> yeah, <yet>. that's uh, <laughs> that might be a little <laughs> bit
1: pre- uh, premature now, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'd lo- I mean, I'd love to do some more trad music, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of kind of keeping an open mind with it. I'd love to do some, some Scottish music. Yeah? Right, so okay, kind of, okay. I'm really into like uh, pipe music and stuff like yeah. that. So, oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, but I, I suppose I, do, I I don't really I don't I'm not sure if I know enough about Scottish music to put a compilation well, out. Well, of that, the whole but
0: the whole the whole point is that you learn by putting the compilation together. That's true. I and mean, you could do it like that in the way that's that you're true. you know in the same way. that I guess you. I imagine you learnt quite a bit putting this compilation together, didn't you? Mm, massively, I mean, yeah. You, you must have, I mean, even though you're born and brought up on Irish traditional music, this there must have been a few little curveballs. Oh, when, you, when you're putting this together, massively, yeah. I learned.
1: I learned so much about uh, about Planksteen. Um Yeah, I was. I was watching this documentary and through like getting the tune, I just learned so much about the history mm. of that band, and it was it's absolutely fascinating. Like, just like um, Andy Irvine. Uh, Christy Moore and like Don Lunny and Liam McFlynn like they're all they're all, all massive astu- superstars yeah <laughs> yeah and like Paul Brady joined the band when Christy Moore left and it was like <laughs> it's just like this whole like they're like the Beatles of like trad music yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, they're absolutely
0: amazing it's unbelievable so, isn't it yeah so um are there any tracks that you really wanted to get on the album but you couldn't get, you, that you couldn't licence or, 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 or that you got the album together and then realised like a month later, oh, no, I forgot to put that track on? Mm, I was or actually was
1: pretty, pretty lucky with the James. I kind of got my, my dream track list and really, you know. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was more about picking tunes that I felt fit. You know, I didn't...
0: Right, OK. You know, do Did was... you uh, work a, a lot of time on the uh, running order of it, so it all sort of flowed nicely?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, t- I, I kind of... Like, when I came up with the idea, I made this big, long playlist of about 40 tunes, mm. and I tried to, like, cut it... I slowly cut it down and cut it down. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, f- I felt like rearranging the tunes. With a compilation record, It's you know, it's hard to do, because, yeah, like... Yeah there are different sounds and there's different feels to each song, sure, obviously, sure. but I think I I think I got it in a place where it, where it flows nicely.
0: And I think you've also got a very healthy uh, mixture of new artists and old artists mm. as well, haven't you? Which Absolutely. is uh, really good. Talking of the new artists, uh, the next track, we're, we're going to play another track off the uh, album. We've probably got time for a couple more, actually, but um, this one uh, by... These are, these are people that you know, you were saying. Mm. So uh, most of the artists on there, like your Planksters and... Um, you're Paul Brady's and uh, Ye Vagabonds. Uh, some people may know of these artists, but there's, uh, these, these artists, I'd, I'd never heard of them. And are they friends of the family? Uh, uh, M- 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 Mairead Mooney, yeah. Mairead Mooney and...
1: And uh, Frankie Kennedy, yeah. yeah. So, the, so um, Mairead Mooney's a very famous uh, fiddle player from right. Ireland. She she okay. she played um, in a band called uh, Alton. Right. But yeah, so she her her ma and my granny were best mates, really. Right. So I kind of like yes. she'd be she'd be kind of a friend of the family. Yeah. Right. Okay. Definitely. Good. So, Good. But, um, yeah, this record came out back in the day. I think it was, like, in the 70s or 80s. I'm not Ah, sure, actually. right, Okay. right, Okay. Um, But, yeah, amazing record of just, like, fiddles and flutes and stuff like that.
0: But but. it's also nice to have that link. Yeah, it is. That that link with your own family, even though maybe it's it's not a personal link for you, but just this... This, mm, this mosaic of musical meetings, it's just a, just a really nice thing, isn't it? That we're all somehow connected somehow. And Absolutely. the fact that, that person was friends with your ma, and that ma was your grandpa, and it's yeah. all brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, enough of my yakking. Let's listen to the music. <laughs> Just puts a smile on your face, Tom, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Just beautiful, beautiful music. And just, as you, you, I think it's a word you used earlier on, energy. There's so much energy there. It's mm. So vibrant as well. Who was that again, just remind me? That was uh, Mairead Mooney and Frankie Kennedy. Right, and, they, and that's another track from your album, mm-hmm. which you're putting out. When's the album out? The album's out on 6th of August. Right, OK, but people can pre-order it, can't they?
1: Yeah, you can pre-order Where, where you, from? You can pre-order it on skintyrecords.com. Skinty Records, no, OK. Next question is, why Skinty Records? skinty uh skinty is a it's kind of an old um irish uh it's a kind of a slang word for it's kind of a slang curse word really right okay uh that's skinty. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I thought, I thought it sounded cool. Pogue, sounded
0: cool. Pogue uh, Mahone was exactly, not a very yeah, nice yeah. thing. And so, um, exactly. So Skinty Records. So yeah. skintyrecords.com.com, Dot com, yeah. Dot com. Uh, you can pre-order the album now, and it's just coming out on vinyl. Just oh, vinyl, just yeah. Just vinyl, there's only a 1,000 copies.
1: That's it. And get probably, them
0: while hot. Get them while they because you probably won't <laughs> repress it, will you? Probably well, not. Maybe, you know, who knows? Uh, it will be available in lots of record shops as well, because you've been... Uh, You've just been telling me. Actually, you've been. This, I tell you what, man. This guy not only is in a band, not only is he runs a record label, and he's got all this compilation together. He phones up record shops and sells them his <laughs> own record. That's brilliant. Good on you, mate.
1: Yeah. Now you can get it in. Uh, you can get in rough trade right. and any of the dinked shops. Um, yeah. And then in Ireland, there's a few shops over there like Tower and Freebird and
0: stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. I love Freebird records. That's a great. It's amazing, show. isn't it? Yeah, I used to have a great T-shirt, actually, a Freebird T-shirt, and it was basically it was. It was a black T-shirt with yellow images on the front. It was lots of sort of pictures of people's heads from various album sleeves or whatever, not just house, right. just like all these famous rock, rock and roll stars from over the years. Yeah, and I used to wear it sometimes and people just stop on the and they'd try and go, okay, so that's Bowie, that's Jagger, yeah, yeah. that's Roy Orbison, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and it, it, obviously you have these four or five people just staring at my belly, like ass. pointing, but anyway, that was that. So, <laughs> so um, right, so it's going to uh, you can get it from your website, you can order it from shops. Uh, there may be a volume two on the way, we don't know yeah we'll but see we're gonna see we're gonna see and um i just think it's really good that you're bringing that you're uh highlighting irish music i mean i'm i'm a big fan anyway i'm a big fan of irish music because people know who listen to the show and as we mentioned earlier the one band i love more than any in the world is Lankum, and they are they're definitely pushing forward the irish music aren't they and they yeah movie but i think what you're doing is just reintroducing the what it's all about and the and the and then it's a really joyous music. Mm. It's joyous, and it's you know it, it, it's part of your DNA. And a lot of people buy it. It won't be part of their DNA, but that's fine. Mm. I mean, if it's if, if I can introduce people to
1: to um, to the kind of the depth of it, I think mm. that'd be really nice. That's the kind of the reason of the record, I suppose. So, you yeah. you know, just to share share some of the. Share some of the tunes.
0: Yeah, well, I did read a quote from you saying even if just one person gets into traditional Irish music from me putting the album out, it's worth doing.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And that's good. Do you remember, do you, there's always that thing about the... Earlier on, uh, dear Lister, while we were listening to one of these records, uh, we, uh, Tom and I were talking, talking about the Velvet Underground. And, of course, there's a very famous uh, thing about the Velvet Underground that everybody who bought the first Velvet Underground album formed a band. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, because basically, <laughs> what I'm saying, not not many people bought it when it came out. Right. So pretty much everybody that did buy it formed a band. Yeah. it's quite funny. i just I've got this image of a there being a thousand traditional Irish bands that are suddenly sprouting up over the next eighteen months on the back of your album. That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, right. Well, we've got time for a couple more tunes. Um, You've chosen you vagabonds. Uh, now you vagabonds, I'm very much aware of. They've got an album out on the River Lee label, which we've already mentioned. Lisa O'Neill's on them, mm. and you vagabonds were supposed to be coming in this studio, to be sitting right there a couple of years ago. But I think they got lost. If memory serves me right, they got lost, which is a, uh, such is a shame. And I <laughs> and I didn't and I couldn't make their gig that night, so I've never seen them. But um, you're a big fan of u Vagabonds, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I absolutely love them. But I think they're so, so. I got I got really into um, their second record, The Hairs Lament, mm. last year, and it's just I feel I feel like they're they're probably my favourite um, Irish band at the minute now. I, th- I just think what they're doing is really, it's really beautiful, and like their 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 takes on old old tunes are just like they're so modern, but they're kind of respecting the the tradition so well. Yeah definitely okay i think they're they're
0: amazing let's have a listen yeah ye vagabonds what what voices those two have got man it's unbelievable isn't it Mm, they're amazing
1: they're Proper, uh, proper balladeers now aren't they they're yeah. proper aren't they yeah next I, level
0: I really want to see them live I'm so annoyed I missed them that time they came over a couple of years ago but anyway yeah. so that's another track from your album which is out in August and we can go to skintyrecords.com yeah. and order it please do people it's a, a brilliant collection and also if we all order it and it sells out that means we'll probably get a volume 2 when we can get Tom back on here's hoping Definitely. and also I forgot to tell you we, Tom is actually going to do me a mix of traditional Irish music I am yeah you're going to do that for me in the next few weeks or whenever and we'll play that whenever it's ready we'll make sure we we play before august uh, but I'm looking forward to that. Sounds great. And, yeah. Um, what we'll do, I will probably call you on that day, and we'll have a little, we'll have a little uh, get together on the phone. Unreal. And I've also I've got a great Irish pub to take you to that does a, a, a great musical sessions on a Thursday night, which any good listener will know exactly what pub I'm talking about. So <laughs> we'll do that soon. Uh, we're going to finish. I want to say thank you for coming on anyway, Tom. Thanks for having me, James. No, it's been an absolute pleasure, and it's been it. uh, it's been great. It was great listening to Clanad and the Bothy Band and Lisa O'Neill and all these great records, and the album is superb. Uh, ladies and gentlemen So please do buy it And do order it And keep this, keep this man Into the, the manner He's become accustomed To being a, an international <laughs> rock star um, I'm going to finish With The Pogues Which is uh, The Parting Glass Which yeah. is There's a version of this On your album as well But not by The Pogues No By, by the Dubliners The Dubliners uh, As good a version If not better Who knows hmm. You decide Listener I'll see you tomorrow At 9 o'clock sharp Ding dong